Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Tom Brady was the number two quarterback in fantasy last year. Did he crack the top five in the rankings as of right now? We'll find out on Fantasy Football Today in five. Yes, it is FFT in five. We have five quarterbacks to talk about. I'm Adam Azer with Dave Richard. We're looking at Dave's top five quarterbacks. Josh Allen is number one across the board. Give me 10 to 20 seconds on what could actually go wrong for Josh Allen if there's any hesitance to put him at number one. Well, he could always get hurt. We could say that about every player. He could run a lot less. That could be something that makes some sense for Buffalo. They don't want to get their franchise quarterback all banged up. Maybe he only runs for 450 yards and five touchdowns. And maybe it's just a, a bad luck year for passing. Gabe Davis doesn't come through, and he doesn't finish as a top three fantasy quarterback. All right, let's go to number two. For doesn't every- sound realistic, does it? No, I look at I'm going to take the field, not Josh Allen to finish number one, but I understand well, why, right? You would too. Depends on the odds. Even money, even odds. Josh Allen. No, no, of course I'm taking the field. Yeah, of course. Right, right, right. He's not, you know. Your sports book is weird. He's not a cut above everyone else. He's just, he's number one. It makes sense. He's been number one two years in a row. So, um, but number two is not Patrick Mahomes. For for you and for Jamie and for Heath, it's Herbert and then Mahomes. So one, two, three is Allen, Herbert, Mahomes. Talk about how you made that decision, Herbert over Mahomes. One of these guys lost Tyreek Hill. It's really that simple. And Herbert had the quietest 5,000-yard passing season I've ever Mm. experienced in my life. Just no one's talking about it. He does a decent job running the ball, 38 touchdowns last year. I think he could go toe-to-toe with Mahomes this year in terms of yards and touchdowns. So you have Mahomes three. Was was that a difficult call for you to put him even that high? We really don't. We cannot say, uh, well, here's what Mahomes has done in the past without Tyreek Hill. There hasn't been much of that. He, although he was good a few years ago when, when uh, Tyreek Hill got hurt. But was that tough for you to put him three? Uh, no, because once I once Tyreek Hill was out the door and I, I got comfortable with the realization that this Chiefs offense will operate a little differently than how they have in the past and they don't have this total game breaker in Tyreek Hill on the field, it made me more comfortable. Also, I think the Chargers schedule, believe it or not, I think it's easier for Herbert than the Chiefs schedule will be for Mahomes. But I still think Mahomes, look, he's a great passer. He's still going to be able to read defenses. He's got enough speed on the field to to chuck it long and and make some big gains, whether it is MVS or Sky Moore or not Juju Smith-Schuster. He's not very fast. Um, But he's got enough contributors to where his numbers should still be good. I just don't think he's got the same type of upside when he doesn't have Tyreek Hill, that reliable downfield threat and short area threat. He was good in that role, too. Number four is Lamar Jackson who mm. it's tough to look at him per game last year because if you take away the one game where he barely played, it's it's a lot different. Uh, in fact, he was a top five quarterback without that game. So, so that was kind of encouraging because he didn't have a great season last year, but he was top five per game if you take away that one game where he only threw, I think, five passes. But 
Um, you know, obviously he hasn't really been able to repeat what he did two years ago when he loses, or three years ago when he loses Marquise Brown. So talk about Lamar Jackson at four. I think it's, it's a bit of a hedge. I think if I really wanted to be aggressive, I would put Lamar Jackson ahead of Patrick Mahomes. You saw what he did in those first seven games last year. You talked about it. 25.4 fantasy points per game. And a lot of that did have to do with Marquise Brown coming through for him, and then just things fell out in Baltimore. They're talking about it being more like 2019. Lamar was pretty awesome in 2019. Yeah. The downside is, is we've seen it. He's he's not a great passer. Defenses started to come up with a consensus way of playing against him in the middle of last season. It worked. Do they have a counterpunch to that that doesn't involve running the football? Do they have enough in the passing game after Mark Andrews to really threaten defenses? I'm not so sure. There's plenty of upside. He could be the QB1. But I'm gonna I'm gonna lean a little bit away from that. I think if you get him after round five, you're doing good. Okay, and last one, we you know about a minute left here. Tom Brady is number five for you. You are the only one who has Tom Brady in his top five, although Heath has Tom Brady sixth. I will just say, just to be you know difficult, Dave. <laughs> I'm a little, sure, worried, a little worried about him this year, just because there's a there's just you know Godwin's coming back from the ACL. There's not obviously the same depth uh, at the receiver. No Bruce Arians, lose two starters on the offensive line. Obviously, he doesn't run. I'm not worried about his skill at all. I'm worried about his situation for Brady. The situation gets worse if Gronk doesn't play. I'm ranking Gronk as if he's going to play. I think he's good for Brady. In fact, I think Brady has 40 touchdown upside. If he has Evans, Godwin, and Gronk, it sounds like Godwin will be there for the majority of the season it's starting to get a little harder to buy into Chris Godwin coming all the way back on such a short timetable from the ACL injury. So I get where you're coming from. A little bit of this is trusting Byron Leftwich to, I'm going to trust Byron Leftwich to trust Tom Brady. And I think Tom's going to be the one to call the plays. I think Tom's going to be good with throwing the ball quite a bit. I think they really like what they've got in Russell Gage. I think he's good insurance for them at wide receiver. Not sure if he's going to be great for fantasy, but someone who can help contribute and pad those stats. Obviously, if Godwin's not going to be around for the start of the season and Gronk's out, Brady will tumble. But I've, I've, I've bet against Brady before and lost. I've bet with Brady before and won. I feel like just the safe thing to do is just wait for Brady to fall into your lap in round seven and you take him to be your number one quarterback. All right, and that is the top five for Dave Richard on the full-length show on on Tuesday. We're going to have Jamie and Heath debate their top five quarterbacks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.